Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. TGIF, you may hear a few times today. Just remember, it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, which is, in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. For the last 20 years, I've been a voice and a sounding board for business leaders, adding some color to the world of SMBs. These days, one of my favorite things to do is offer what's left of my mind and my voice to a live weekly, weekly talk show where I interview SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. If you're looking to make a connection with the business community, look no further. You have found it on talkradio.myc. As my friend Tommy D would say, every single Friday, you can hear from some very passionate folks on the world of SMBs. You got Tommy D on philanthropy and focus before me, Jeremiah Fox on the entrepreneurial web after me, and Joseph Franklin McElroy on wise content creates wealth later on today. I wanted to give a shout out to my cousin Andrew and his colleagues at Outbrain, a leading global recommendation platform. Congratulations on your initial public offering or IPO today for those of us that don't drink alphabet soup. I have been a fan of Outbrain brain's capabilities for a decade now the time has finally come for the ob ticker symbol to hit the nasdaq over the last 20 years i've noticed that some of the best best thought leadership for smbs happens on friday when we feel that freedom of the weekend descending however we're all so anxious to start the weekend myself included lots of us out there these crucial pearls of wisdom they're overlooked they're swept under the rug they're forgotten in favor of our fun weekend activities and our freedom from work. Here on Always Friday, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity. We discuss popular topics on the minds of SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. Coincidentally, my last name means free in German, not just to play on words. Fun facts for everybody, a little bit of a deeper meaning. The shades are on. The time has come. Let the games begin. Today's topic of discussion is powered by connection with just a touch of ginger, ginger Johnson that is. So what are the right ingredients to make a successful connection? As our special guest has said, while we no longer necessarily directly rely on each other for the basics of food and shelter, human connection is only replaceable with human connection. It's grand to see the word and its variation showing up, but it's also forehead slapping. Life as a human has always been and always will be about connection. While electronic technology is extremely helpful, it is not the same. One of the very best aspects of connecting is the wonderful return it provides when you invest in the right people. Your right people are the ones you very intentionally choose to build purposeful relationships with. It's an investment because you're putting in effort in order to enjoy the long-term benefits. Have you guys ever heard that talk is cheap? I know I have. We're on talkradio.myc. We don't want this to just be talk. The goal here, use the insight on the SMB landscape, take it, create more impact when you go back to the office, whatever that looks like these days on Monday morning. Far too often, SMBs, they're focused on the product that's going to help them solve their product problems, the shiny new mousetrap. In my travels, products change every single day in every other facet of our lives, everywhere we go. No substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first. Keep focus on good, tangible, executable process that's going to help you achieve your goals. You do that. The right products will be there, people. I promise you. In the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, i got to maintain my energy today. We have a great show for you. Our special guest is none other than Ginger Johnson connecting expert, speaker, trainer, author, beer enthusiast, dinner party thrower. 
She's just an amazing person and a ball of energy, high energy, hardworking, uniquely authentic, Ginger Johnson, having nearly two decades of entrepreneurship behind her. She's excited to help driven leaders uh, to, and driven to help leaders, excuse me, entrepreneurs and other high performers to learn the skills needed to become world-class connectors. Her mission, to build a connected world, one remarkable person at a time, on purpose and with purpose. I love that line. Her ability to put you in touch with the people you need in your circle and to dive in and get you to discover your why is powerful. Ginger frequently works with established and emerging agencies and organizations using her extensive knowledge of human connection to evoke positive change and mindset in a disconnected environment. Ginger has quickly become a conference favorite for her clients who invite her back for consecutive annual events. Her lively presentations include interactive participation, tangible takeaways, and a great many aha moments. The audience leaves inspired and motivated, ready to build on the skills of human connection. Keynotes, workshops, trainings to develop leaders and emerging leaders into experts in human connecting, instilling long-lasting behavioral change, growth mindsets, skills that will create confidence to get things done. Ginger lives in Oregon, in Talent, Oregon, which is very fitting because Ginger is very talented, although she might be relocating shortly, I hear, with uh, her fine husband and two fur babies. When she's not traveling the world speaking, coaching, and connecting, Ginger can usually be found hosting lively dinner parties, which I can't wait to experience. She is a beer enthusiast, started a website called Women Enjoying Beer, Bringing Beer to Life. Ginger has written some books around her favorite topics, Creating Connections, and enjoying beer, which we're going to talk about shortly. Don't you worry. I love this picture. Uh, chapter one, connectivity is dot, dot, dot. This is the, the way, Ginger, that I look at uh, starting a book with just a whole bunch of dots after, after the beginning with you know blank piece of paper. Ginger's the best. She's the most energetic person I could think of to chat with about this today. We're going to discuss my favorite questions. We always do. What's your, who's your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? Who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? Making the connection with me here today from the beauties of Oregon to the basements of New Jersey. Ginger, welcome to Always Friday. Great to have you here. Steve, good grief. Woo, we can drop the mic now, right? The Academy <laughs> presents the award. <laughs> Disco ball has dropped. Thank Great. you. I don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed back at the Academy. I made a scene last. I'm just kidding. That's all right. You know, nudism <laughs> is allowed certain places. <laughs> Ginger, I got to hear this. Talk to us a little bit about how you got to where you are today. And it's, I, I, what do you do to have all of this energy? Oh, wow. I think that I, I didn't get any patience when it was passed out, Steve, but I got a whole boatload of energy. Love uh, it. How did I get here? Wow, that's such a big story. And yet, let's distill it down, shall we? Love it. So I think of, I think of life, Steve, as a super tanker. We all have one and it grows with us. It might, we might start out as a little dingy. And <laughs> you can take that as you want. And, Some of us more than others, actually. Right, exactly. And, and as you go and grow in life, and as you see the landscape, as you shoot for the horizon, as you pull into port, and you can, we can analogy this thing to the hilt, as we do that, there are times, as you know, Steve, that you're really, you're really getting some serious momentum. It's like your fabulous new, the new NASDAQ, the, the out, what is it called? The outbrain. Outbrain. Yeah, like, they just, woo, they just notched that uh, double boiler up. They're like, they're going, there's some full steam ahead. And then there are times where we get into the middle of the ocean and 
there's either no breeze or we're out of gas or we just want to coast. And, and I really love the analogy, Steve, of a super tanker because it's, our lives are much bigger than we realize. And in the middle of the ocean, they can seem infinitesimal. So that's why human connection to me is so crucial. You're looking for those other super tankers. You're looking for the sailboats. You're looking for the submarines. We never necessarily know. And I, I hate that saying, Stephen. Oh, you never know. Well, of course you don't. We don't have the crystal ball. It's broken and it's never coming back from the shop. Flipping that around to you always know. You always know somebody else is out there. You may not know who they are right now. You always know somebody is listening. Again, you always know. So that's the first nugget I want to drop. Like as you go into your Monday or Tuesday or Friday or whatever, shift the you never know to the you always know. Because connectors are positive. Like you, Steve, you have a you have this wonderful well of infectious enthusiasm. People love that. And that's that's magnetic. And even more importantly, that magnet provides a really positive energy and force. And people are starving for positivity. I don't care if they seem like the biggest damn curmudgeon in the in the planet, in the borough, on the block, wherever, they're starving for connection. People want to connect how they want to connect. You choose. So my super taker journey has included uh, middle school teacher. You're welcome. It's included bread store. It's included firefighting. It's included um, uh, volunteer management at a, you're going to love this, at a Viking ship heritage center. Like it's got, we got all these random things at the same time. I don't believe they're random, Steve. I believe that we, we, we go from one lily pad to the next. Sometimes it's forward. Sometimes it's sideways. Sometimes it's back. But again, we, we get to turn that motor up. We get to decide. Human connection is the most powerful fuel you can have for your super tanker. So life is a wild ride and not everybody's going to love it. Here's another nugget. You may have people close to you as you power your own super tanker to your own horizon. Please, please, please stay focused on your own dang horizon. Do not listen to other people. Like I got people close to me who have basically dismissed me from their life. And I mean, really close. You can interpret that as you want. They're like, they just don't understand because they're scared of it. They're fearful of it. They don't understand it. They're not willing to understand it. When you really find the people you deeply connect with, they will support you unconditionally. It's not about understanding. And it's not even about compassion, Steve. It's about empathy, support, love, great energy, because we all only have one spin on this crazy little ball. Like, do what makes sense to you. You will find your people. There are plenty. There are billions of people. If one person is not your person, find another person. Let's like, guess what? The dinghy is leaving. Go because I got somebody else coming up from the yacht. Absolutely. And to, to bring it back for a second, chill, chill with me for a minute by my fire pit in the backyard next to my like fur it. baby. Yeah, in, in this product focused world, my favorite product is the creation of connection. Whether you're connecting people to your services, the appropriate product of the day, and it is just of the day, people, or to other people just to just start a relationship, the end product stems from making a connection. Everything yeah. begins and ends with the people. We're all people. We're all human. At least most of us are. Uh, sometimes that gets forgotten. The idea of making con connections over beer and dinner parties is phenomenal. And I know you believe in that for sure. But yeah. most of all, you know, creating a culture of connection, which is, you know, one of the little pictures that you have going on here, yes. you know, that requires passionate people. It really does. 
And it's hard to imagine anybody, you know, really more passionate than you, Ginger. But I wanted to just share something real quick, actually, from my, my cousin Andrew's company, Outbrain. They have a culture manifesto. Building the future of discovery requires the right culture. And there's all this criteria that makes up their manifesto. But the one that stood out to me was passionate people. People who have a passion for something typically have that spark in their eyes when they engage in the work they love. They bring their best self to work, possess the desire to improve and learn, as well as focus on opportunities, not obstacles. Through your passion, you can easily adjust the tone for the rest of the team and set an excellent example for everyone to follow. So it wasn't just me giving a shout out to my cousin, who I love dearly. It is about passionate people like Ginger Johnson, founder of Ginger Johnson LLC, author, speaker, coach, beer enthusiast, dinner party guru who we will be chatting with when we come back from this break. Stay with us. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, live, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m. So tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. everybody it's friday it's always friday it's me it's Stephen fry your smb guy we're talking with ginger johnson master connector uh owner of ginger johnson llc llc speaker author coach etc she does it all i want to kick things off here today with just a quick reference to one of ginger's books connectivity canon why and how to connect with people on purpose with a service mindset Purposeful and meaningful relationships begin with understanding what Ginger calls the seven elements of connectivity, starting with the Y plus mindset. 
connecting is personal it's progressive it's engaging it's what moves our world forward but don't take my word for it read the book use the book change the world people but ginger this is the method portion of our show we like to talk about the science behind what you do what do you do how do you do it how do you go to market for it i know you have a people first lens about you so lay it on us give us a method behind the methods absolutely steve this the book came from the fact that as I shifted my own super tanker, I changed the directions. Yes, that's Cindy Stockton. She's amazing. As I started turning my super tanker, Steve, just like you've done before, just like a lot of the listeners have done before, changing your compass points, I knew I needed to be super duper crystal clear to serve because you are absolutely freaking right. It's not about the product. That is almost symptomatic of the relationships. We need the people first and we need to find our people, the right people. It's not about judgment. It's about choice. It's about figuring out who else has an alignment. It's never, okay, here's a, here's a nugget. You ready, Steve? You sitting down? I'm okay. sitting down, baby. Let's go. Okay. It's never about being like-minded. It is about being like-valued. There's a huge difference because when we are like-minded, we're a whole bunch of lemmings. Like we're all going over the cliff. When we are like-valued, like, hey, everybody, let's peek over it. And everybody has a different solution with the same idea and goal in mind. So I wrote the book so I was super-duper crystal clear so I could serve. Business is about serving, Steve. You know this. It's not about sales because when you serve, you will sell. So listen up, people. Any SMBs, it's not about the push, push, push. It's not about the cramming. It's not about the force. It's about the energy and the power that connection brings to your operation. There's no way, for example, Outbrain could have gotten where they are today without thinking about that culture, that connection. And by the way, that doesn't happen from the outside in, Steve. You know this. I'm guessing everybody listening knows this, but fully recognize and make that real for you. It's not sauce like I talk about on my speaker reel. Like, we're not pasta, y'all. We're people. <laughs> and it's got to come from the inside out. Like, maybe I'm a gnocchi. Maybe you're a, you know, who knows what, panna cotta. But it's all about the culture, the creation, the cultivation of what those connections are. So I wrote the book, The Canon, because I wanted to be really clear in my service to others. And then the interest, one of the funny things is, Steve, like I've shifted a lot in my life and done a bunch of different things. And when I decided that connection was my jam, and that's a whole other story for another show, I realized it was my jam even more when I started telling people. Because, you know, when you start something, you want to tell everybody you can about it. So I'm like, here's my thing. Here's my thing. It's finding out them first. And then, by the way, this is what I'm up to. People would say, oh, you're so good at this. How do you do this? And so instead of just having that be, you know, a massage of my ego, I really listened to that, Steve. And I thought, why are they saying this? What's underneath that? And like, you're so good at meeting anybody. You can walk into a room like, oh, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, I do that. By the way, here's another nugget. That's skill. It is, like, some people are more inclined. I wouldn't initially call it natural. But I would call, there's an inclination perhaps in, a, in you of being curious and that curiosity manifests differently for different people. Some people are more overt with their curiosity. Some people are more private. And so I, I will literally walk up to anybody. And I mean, it's been, it's been Gina Davis. It's been Alice Waters. It's been like these people, and like and up Steve Fry. You know, it's all these people. Like I'll walk up to anybody because the lens here, just like I write in the book with the framework is there is actually a way you can do this that feels completely organic 
healthy, happy, positive. What we don't want is we want the creepers. We don't want the ick. We don't want the weird stuff. And it's up to us to make the first move. The, the, uh, in the canon, there's a, the elements of connection. It's literally a table and anybody can follow it. I wanted to do this. And, and I use that, I use that word sparingly, Steve, because anybody, eh, you know, anybody is nobody's clients, right? Yep. Yep. And we do want to have a structure. So think of it like building your super tanker. Think of it like building a house. There are some elements to that. And so with the elements of connection, in fact, I'd be glad to give a book away to one of the listeners today, Steve, if you want to do that. So that's up to you. Um, I wanted to let people know the people who said, you're so good at this. How do you do this? Like, oh, so as I was writing the book, I realized that I do have a method of doing this, of what are those steps? And so it is seven. The first two are the why and the mindset. That's the alignment of purpose. Like, why am I doing this to begin with? Who do I want to be is the better question. Because the who do you want to be drives why you do what you do. And, and ask yourself that question instead of who am I, what do I do? I hate the what nobody really likes the what I do, Steve. Yep. Nobody likes nobody. that. Get rid of that. Like, who are you? What's the impact you make in the world? What's the vision you see? Like, these are really big questions because our lives can be really big. You know, you would do that with your kids. Like, don't hold them back. Find out, like, what do you want to, what do you, really what we say, I think what we mean, Steve, when we ask people, Kids, especially, please don't ask kids this. What do you want to be when you grow up? Please, 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 listeners, do not ask kids this. It's an incredible amount of pressure. What we're asking, though, is how do they see themselves in the world? What do they see that is interesting to them and is fascinating and can fuel them and can spark their joy and, and put themselves out there in the best possible way? Think of, think of reframing your questions because one of the best ways you can connect is ask way better questions. It's not hard. They are open-ended questions. And we could talk about that again another time. But there's so many ways that you can effectively connect. And I wanted to write the book so I could immediately get it out there so people could use it. A lot of my clients, it's included with their packages. So they get it for the team. So it's long lasting. Because face it, we're in business. You're right. There will always be another product. There will always be a shiny widget. There will always be a new color of this or an iteration of that or a new model of whatever. But when we can stand on the fundamentals of what does it mean to freely, Riley, <laughs> go forth in the world and connect because that is the continuum. That is the golden thread that builds our lives. On our deathbed, Steve, we're looking back and we're going to say, damn, that was a great life. Mm -hmm. We're not going to say, boy, that was a great widget. No, no, no. <laughs> we're going to say that was a great life. And those great lives, we all have them. We are all capable of them. They start with human connection. I 100% agree. A couple of thoughts, you know, come to mind. First things first is that I live in New Jersey, so some people here might arguably be pasta. But I, I do believe wholeheartedly in the idea of it's not what you say, it's how you say it. That's what makes the impact. It's there has to be a little bit of method behind the madness. Even just we talked about this a few episodes back. The idea of reaction versus response. Yes. Even that Ooh. is just like negative. Like reaction comes with all kinds of negativity, and response is like a well-engineered process to to deal with something. Yes, there is so much power like in words. There's so much power in words. You know this. I love that you say. Like, remember, fry means free. Like, oh yeah. How about that? So it's context. It's it's appreciation. It's understanding. It's all these things. Words are so powerful and they're absolutely powerful. 
I rail on this one. And as much as I love MG, like I don't use the N word. I don't use the networking word because that is yeah. different. It's not a bad thing, but a network is a noun. It's something you build. Yes. Networking is the verb. When you ask anybody, hey, why, what are you doing? I'm going to a networking event. Why are you going? Because I love to connect. It's like, oh, <laughs> See, I can build another Brooklyn Bridge with the money that I get from every response on that. I'm like, okay, so love just call it. it connecting. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I also think in terms of, you know, you know, when people are at the end of their lives, at the end of the rope, and you're, you know, you're at the, the ceremony and you, and you look at what, you know, at whatever period after the fact, there's, there's an inscription on the, on the tombstone. It could say for 90 years, this person lived or for 90 years, they were alive. There's a big difference there. Huge! <laughs> yes, there is. Yeah, do you really want to live? Do you really want to get into your life? Or are you just stumbling along? Are you going on with blinders? Do you care? Maybe you think you care, but you're not, you're scared of something or you're not willing. Like one of the primary concepts of key traits, POW, Positive, objective, and willing. If you are positive, objective, and willing, and I don't, I don't say open-minded, Steve. I say objective because objective is suspending judgment. When you, because like, think about it in the courtroom, like I object, Your Honor. Like you're suspending that thought, that moment of like, hang on a second, we have something else to think about. I think open-minded is different because objectivity, suspending judgment. You're going to think what you're going to think. Doesn't matter. And people. Do you know anybody, Steve, who says, no, I'm not going to be open-minded? No, nobody wants to be cast into that crowd, right? At the same time, if we think I'm objective, I'm going to suspend judgment. That is why I like value. That is where we'll make progress. That is where the true, the true traction of connection can take place. Yeah, there, there's, there's no doubt about it. It's the, the idea of, of really making a human connection, everybody's different. You know, what turns somebody is going to be different than someone else. If you, if you and, and when you talk about small, medium-sized business, and this is something that constantly drives me crazy with product pushing, if I line up 10 business owners that all do the same thing, if they're all plumbers, each one of them is going to have a different story. Yes. You know why? Because storytelling is a people thing. Everybody's a different person. Yes, everybody has different stories. Everybody has different angles. They're coming in different doors. They got different experiences. They got different thoughts, beliefs. You're absolutely right, Steve. There's always room for one more good one, as one of my good friends says. There's always room for that because you're right. There's always a new story. And, 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 you know, there's always room for one more good one. There's plenty of slices of the pie. There's plenty of plenty for everybody. It just comes along with the idea of an abundance mentality. Yes. And I find that the people who are true connectors have the abundance mentality and the folks who are looking at just a product and trying to be the first one to the party and be better, faster, you know, different than everyone else you know, before the next best thing comes out, they tend to lack a little bit of the connectivity gene, if you will. So they do. That's the culture of lack. Yeah, no, it's hundred percent. Right? So you very in sync, you and I, if uh, you're planning to relocate, might I recommend scenic New Jersey? Uh, yeah. But we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back with Ginger Johnson, master connector, dinner party, and beer enthusiast. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. When we come that <laughs> oh, yeah. I, we're going to talk about it more. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? 
Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. back to always friday with me Stephen fry your smb guy we're talking with my friend ginger johnson ginger johnson llc speaker author coach trainer she does it all she writes books she hosts dinner parties she loves beer and speaking of loving beer <laughs> ginger you guys have heard if you've been listening thus far you've heard me mention it a few times ginger actually started a website a little while back called women enjoying beer because she is such a beer enthusiast uh bringing 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 beer to life you know, I, 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 I love this concept. Uh, you know, as we get into the madness part of the show, the artistic <laughs> observational view part of things, you, you want to tell me how this came about? So Women Enjoying Beer is a full-fledged business. I have quieted it way down. But I walked into a bar one day. It's not a joke. It's real. Um, I even start <laughs> my TED Talk like this. Um, I, I, walk, I, was, I was at a, a restaurant, and I was with my fine husband, who I adore, and I happened to look around, Steve, and I, I looked around at what beverage was in front of people. And I wondered, like, why aren't more women enjoying beer? What's that about? What is that connection or disconnection? Because my fine husband, who I adore, is a professional brewer. So I was, uh, you know, indoctrinated and getting to know the community. I'm like, that's really interesting. And I thought I was chasing a simple question of what is that about? What I realized about a year and a half in, Steve, was that, oh, crap, I'm studying gender equity. This is fascinating. So it's a marketing company, and I, I garnered a decade's worth of qualitative research on 
how do we, how do women think about beer? It's not which one do they choose? Although I do know that million dollar answer. Uh, it's, it's like, what is our relationship with that? Just like with connecting SMBs, whatever the thing is, what dots are you trying to connect? I was really curious about what is that about? There's so much freaking stigma. There's so much bad information. There's so much assumption. So for example, did you know, cause I know this is just burning a hole in your head. Did you know that women have always been part of brewing? In fact, they were the first brewmasters. In some cultures like the Wari in ancient uh, South America, they were revered and they were the only ones allowed to brew because beer was sacred. You know, you think of St. Hildegard von Bingen. She's, she's a saint, bless her heart, literally. Like she was a brewer and beer provided safe liquid. Because when we think about it, Steve, would you want to drink crappy water that you're unsure of or something that has been boiled and safe? Like there's so much, we could go on and on about this. We can <laughs> you want. Uh, but it's, it's fascinating because it's one of those things. I'll distill it down to this, Steve, is that when I started studying it, I, I thought I was doing one thing. I started, I turned my super tanker because I realized like, oh, I can have a much bigger impact if I go this direction. And I did. And really at the end of the day, it's all about how do we connect with things that are really simple in our life? Women in beer, if you can have a conversation about that, you can solve world peace because it's a <laughs> jumping off point. It's, it's the springboard. It's like your, your cousin's NASDAQ. Okay, now you're in the deep water. Now let's swim. And so it's fascinating. I'm proud of it. I don't do a lot of action around there. I have given hundreds of tastings and pairings. So there's a little bit of connection with the dinner party there because it's magic. Ooh, mm, Steve, I can't wait. You and Jackie and some of your friends, we're going to do this thing. And we're going to think about like, how do we come to the table of life? And let's sip and sup together because that's magic connection. I, I like that you said distill because a good friend of mine said recently about all the distilled vodkas out there. It's like, hey, if you have to distill it six times, it's probably just not good vodka. But uh, I don't know if you know, people necessarily share that viewpoint, but I love the idea. I love the topic. And it led you to write another book. That's, how, that's how to market beer to women. That's my first book. Yeah, don't sell me a pink hammer. That comes from my background. You want to know the full story? Watch my TEDx talk. Go to gingerjohns.com. You can find my TEDx talk. That's definitely a trade book. Although anybody in marketing will find valuable nuggets in that one. Yeah, that was my first book. Like I didn't, I didn't have any designs, Steve. I was like, oh, I want to write a book. It's so romantic. No, it's a lot of freaking work. And <laughs> if you do it right, it's a service piece. So yeah, I'm proud of that one. And then they got the second one. And like, there's more in me. Maybe yeah. stories about being on a podcast with different crazy hosts. I don't know. You never know. That might be coming down the pike too. You never yeah. know. Yes. But, but how to market beer to women. I just, I looked at this. Don't sell me a pink hammer. And it, and it goes a long way to the artistic observational med, this portion of the show, because, you know, very often people are trying to play matchmaker and connect by ways of the product first. Right. And as we've politely discussed thus far that really doesn't work all that well if you focus on the people first and look at the method behind the madness you're a lot more likely to get to the promised land of creating that connection which is the end product when all is said and done so a little bit more madness from you ginger and you know with the madness portion artistic observational stories that you've seen out there stories you have yourself no subject to taboo. Anything goes. If you don't want to compromise client confidentiality, we totally get that. But things that might you might have been asked to do before the pandemic that are a little different than what you're being asked to do now, I'm sure there's uh, a whole breadth of things that you can give us, but give us some of the meds. 
Yes. So the madness stems, I, I think one of the primary trunks of my madness and connecting madness, Steve, is curiosity. Uh, curiosity fuels so much. Curiosity fuels progress. That's Canadian for progress. It fuels it because when we have that connector's mindset of being interested, not worried about being interesting, there's a nugget drop. Love it. Instead, not interesting. Nobody cares about you until they know that you care about them and their issues and their concerns. So go at it with a curious mindset. I have what I call the pro seven. You're going to know what this lineup is. I simply am dubbed it the pro seven. It's the who, what, why, where, how, and which. Those are the questions. Those are the start. Like those are independent questions. And it is like, Steve, tell me which uh, guest have you had on lately? Who's the craziest and why, you know, you, when you ask questions from a curious mindset, you are that positive, objective, and willing person. You are opening yourself up. You are letting somebody know, I see you, I value you, I hear you. That is absolutely brilliant madness because there's so many people walking around focused, like you said, on the product, the thing, like here, buy it, buy it, buy it, me, me, me. Have you, you know, have you seen this? Here's my video. Would you like to connect? But would you like to buy something? Like, no, 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 no. Like, bye-bye. That's not, it's never been a wise thing. It's never been successful. There's no wonder that the salesy and the pushy word comes up because you are trying to force something. It's like, look, we haven't even danced. I'm not hopping into bed with you. Like get serious (laughs) about finding out like what, you know, what kind of drink do you like? And how about some of those things first to find out, you know, this Steve, see, here's the nugget in this. Your madness needs to serve somebody else. You need to be focused on your own why. You don't, this is not martyr. This is about being really freaking super crystal clear on who you are and who you want to be and how you serve. That's what it boils down to. Everybody in SMB land, anybody anywhere, if they know that what drives them matters to them first, others next, community third, it's a self-team community model that I teach, then you will be successful with any metrics you want. So my madness focuses on being curious, being interested. Now, one of the stories is once in a while you have those conversations, Steve, and you start a conversation, whether it's in line at the coffee shop or at a convention or even with your neighbor, you start asking questions because you're coming at it from the curiosity, the, the connector's mindset, and they just go. And you're like, I can't get a word in edgewise. The lesson here is, you know, you've not found your person no judgment. It's simply like, okay, I'm going to end this and keep going. Cause there are literally 7 billion more people. The, you know, you know, you're with the wrong person and they just go and go and go. And they never ask you another question. You're like, damn it. I wish they would ask me something. And then at the same time, don't lament that don't waste your energy. Like that's the wrong person. That's, that's when we are push. Cause that other person is pushing us. Right. I remember I would, uh, my fine husband and I were touring a brewery, a major brewery in the United States by the founder He's taking us all around and it's all beautiful and blah, blah, blah. Three hours we were together, Steve. How many questions do you suppose he asked us? Zero. One. Like that's not connection. That's lecturing. That is ego, not paying attention to what's going on in service to other people. Now we all love our favorite topic, which is what? Us. (laughs) Oh, we, we need to, that, that's where the skill comes in. That's where like, oh yeah, I could talk about myself all day long, but I'm on Steve's show. My, my mission, my goal, my purpose, my duty, my responsibility, my desire is to serve Steve's audience. So what are they interested in? It's not running the show. It's being part of the show and helping that be successful for other people. So I got stories upon stories 
And right now the egg cracking open is that so many people are rusty and dusty from a lack of physical human connection. I don't mean just touching. I mean, being in person with each other in physical presence that I'm getting called on a lot. In fact, business is exploding. I'm, I'd be delighted to have a conversation with any of the listeners who are like, my team is rusty. They're a great team. They're rusty. How do we dust that off? How do we reconnect? Because there's going to be a lot more bad stories unless we address that. Just like your cousin with a culture, you've got to actively like get the oil can out and help people reconnect and go forth so they can do their best work. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I love that you spoke about the idea of being interested versus interesting. It's something that people miss so often that it still blows my mind to this day. And it's not just any one type of technology, widget, product, service. Like, you know, I find even people who who are artistic and do, you know, photography, videography and all that. It's, you know, sometimes they, they just, they can't wait to show you the, 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 the video that they made. It's just, they, there's no questions that they ask you. It's like engaging. Right. There's, there's gold there to like, you know, right. where you're not engaging people. Right. And you know, we're not, we're not taught this stuff, Steve. Wouldn't it be interesting for you and I have a workshop, like how do you pause and be comfortable with that pause? Because that's the fuel for the question that's coming. That's the fuel for service of helping people learn that the pause is not awkward. The pause is necessary. Plan. I'm coming your way anyway. So I'm just giving you a warning now. Yep. Yeah. Planned to digest the information and have that aha moment. It's, I always like to be more interested than interesting. I've had plenty of cool experiences. I've done plenty of traveling. I've talked to lots of people, but a lot of the the magic that happens in my my day to day happens when I'm interested in what's going on around me. So. Of course, absolutely. You get to that point if you're with the right people. Wait and let like wait for the beauty of that. It's like your first kiss, Steve. You're dating somebody, and there's that anticipation. That's part of my growth model. That anticipation. The moment will come if it's the right moment, and if it doesn't, you'll keep going until that moment happens, and then you let it unfold. It's magic. It's beautiful. You've talked about curiosity a bunch of times. Curiosity, in some ways, killed the cat, some will tell you. It also disrupted and innovated half the freaking planet. So being a curious person most often doesn't revolve around being interesting. It revolves around being interested. Yes, and the best leaders in the world foster curiosity. Court Furniture, great client of mine, great client partner. They're focused, like, how do you foster curiosity? Because leaders curiosity leads to innovation leads to progress leads to longevity survival all those things you know this absolutely and i, I know some folks at court furniture as well we might have some of the same connections but but to, so talk, talk like so court furniture is you know furniture organization like i your connection ability your ability to to tell the story and draw the story out of people is is unmatched you could do it in any industry but that's you know a, a wholesale furniture distribution company so like so, you know, some of the, the magic that's come out of there, let, lay it on us. Yeah. Yeah. It's when we're curious, instead of when we're focused on doing the thing, when we think that like, this is my part, this is my silo. This is the only thing I'm worried about. And the rest of you are a bunch of yahoos and, you know, you just do it. This is what I need from you. It's a very self-centered vantage point versus the self-aware, huge difference between those two. And yeah, court's amazing. They, they have people all over doing really important work. They help a lot of us do the things and we don't even know what they're doing. They're really connected to serving because they want to do their magic as best they can. And they know that growth is an intrinsic and necessary part to help them keep going and growing. 
Awesome. Love it. We got to take a quick break, but we will be right back with the master connector herself, Ginger Johnson, Ginger Johnson, LLC, speaker, author, coach, trainer, dinner party, thrower, and beer enthusiast. When we come back, stay with us, everybody. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. As always, Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting with Ginger Johnson here. Uh, if you guys like small, medium-sized business-related discussion, entrepreneurial discussion, stay with talkradio.myc for Jeremiah Fox and the Entrepreneurial Web coming up right after us, top of the hour. But we're going to bring things home with Ginger Johnson, speaker, author, coach, trainer, all of the above in the world of connection, master connector. We're going to bring things home with the message. What weekend insight can folks take away to make a Monday impact? Keep connecting. I'm so glad you asked me this. I want to show, and I'll describe it for those of you listening. Please. Here we go. That, this is a pic, I'm holding up a picture of a convertible and the rear view or the side view mirror. That's my dog, Belle. It's my bike. doesn't matter. That's Wyoming behind us. And what is the rear view? What does the side view mirror always say, Steve? Objects uh, in in the rear, maybe closer than they appear. Yes. In the, in the mirror, yeah. The, the bringing it home right now is think about your life through the windshield 
not through the side mirror, not through the rear view. Rear view is reference. And yes, it's important. You know this. Reflection is important. And that's the past. Side views, you get a different perspective. Really important. We, but And we still have blind spots, Steve, right? We Absolutely. still have those, those areas. That's why connection is even more important. When you have your tribe, when you have your, what I call your 3 a.m.ers, the closest people to you, the people who would pick you up from Newark at 3 a.m., on you know thanksgiving day like what the what (laughs) when you are looking out your windshield you need to keep that thing really clear because the connections you can build with a really clear mindset that windshield is your mindset it's your why it's like where am i going in life we still want the reference points and we need to remember that they are just that they are reference points they are where we have been they can inform us we should not live back there that's why it's the past yep and and there are lessons that you can take from it you know, like learn from history, learn from your experiences, but learn from them and be forward thinking using some of that context. You know, people, especially in the financial services world, like the same way that the disclaimer on the mirror objects in rear view may be closer than they appear. You know, uh, the disclaimer for financial service professionals is past performance is not indicative of future results. There's a reason that they say that. Yes, yes. And I'm so glad you brought this up right now, Steve. So no matter when you're listening to this, right in the middle of 2021 and like the the first wave of COVID done, don't kid yourself, there's certain words I really, really encourage people, if not, (laughs) like this is your velvet two by four, y'all. Do not use words that help you look past. Don't use normal. Don't use next normal. Don't use new normal. Don't use return to, back to, again, Focus forward because the words that come out of our mouth are coming from our brain, our guts, our heart, and that is manifesting from what we believe. Now, beliefs, you know this, Steve, beliefs are changeable. They're not facts. They are our truths of our own making. So when you're looking forward, when you're, when you're setting your compass points for your super tanker, your business, whatever that is, you have to, you must, you are you are, your manifesto needs to be that future forward always. It doesn't mean you dismiss the past, but it means that you're focusing on, like, it, it's making me bonkers right now, Stephen. People are like, oh, <laughs> we're almost back to normal. I'm like, you'll never effing be back to normal because there's no such thing as normal. It's right now. It's current reality. Just replace those words because when you replace those words, your brain will say, oh, there's room, there's opportunity as opposed to back to normal. No, no. Do you really want to go back to normal? No, you don't. This has been such a massive time of unbelievable creativity coming to fruition. Everybody is creative. Everybody. I used to teach middle school art. Do not tell me you're not creative. That's a bunch of bunk. That's a bunch of crap that you tell yourself. Stop it. Go to the fry, go to the freedom zone of thinking, how do you connect with yourself differently? How do you connect with people differently? How can you amp this up? How can I do this better? It's part of my growth model, which is ignite, activate, excel. Like, oh yeah, we strike that match that literally lights us up. There's no stopping us. Like burn down your own house and and really like we get one, we get one. I don't care Shirley McLean, like we get one. Are you going to make it worth it? Are you going to truly connect with what you want your one precious wildlife to be. There's a Native American proverb that I've referenced before that says, tell me a fact and I'll learn. Tell me a truth and I'll believe. Tell me a story and it will live in my heart forever. Stories are what makes connection, creating meaningful connection and the opportunities that follow does not always happen overnight. 
that's why you have to have a people and process mantra before the product. So I can't tell you what a pleasure this has been, Ginger. Before we let you go for the day, (laughs) before we let you go for the day, you're not getting out of it. Uh, We are going to revisit my favorite three questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? Who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? And the favorite movie or TV show characters, you mentioned the entire cast of Northern Exposure. Yes. So when I actually looked at this, you you think about the combination of folks here. You have a neurotic young Jewish physician from New York City. You have a multimillionaire businessman who's a former fighter pilot and astronaut. You have a tomboyish debutante uh, turned Alaska Bush pilot. Uh, a, a Canadian you know, born owner and operator of a local bar and restaurant, a former Miss Northwest Passage. And then you have the one that I like to focus on a philosophical free spirit and morning. That's right. <laughs> who works as the disc jockey at the local AM radio station. Between songs, he, he throws comments and things out there that start poking people around and creating controversy, which uh, one of my, my first guests, actually, Michael Rollison, good friend of mine and a uh, partner in business. Uh, he, he started a podcast called Cheers to Controversy, which uh, I got to check out because it's he, he definitely likes to stir the pot. So uh, good stuff. Uh, favorite movie or TV show? You gave me a couple of movies that I wanted to draw some attention to real quick. You mentioned Joy, the story of the title character who rose to become the founder and matriarch of a powerful business, you know, family business dynasty. You also mentioned Roxanne. A uh, story of a, a, a fairly uh, large-nosed gentleman, so it was really nice and easy for me to put my face on there, uh, who's, in, <laughs> who's in love with the beautiful Roxanne. She falls for his personality, but another man's looks. But the one that I really thought was awesome was The Greatest Showman, and that movie <laughs> celebrates celebrates the birth of show business tells the story of pt barnum the visionary who rose from nothing created a spectacle that became a worldwide sensation there's you on the trapeze transforming the enterprise into an open-air tent circus you're as a bearded lady nice uh who rose from nothing to create a spectacle that became worldwide sensation the greatest show on earth i thought that was a phenomenal answer and by the way anytime i could put my face on hugh jackman's body you better believe i'm gonna do that uh but just 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 a great answer great movie i loved it uh yeah i need a star it's me as i remember pt barnum saying that in the movie you are a star anybody who's looking to create connection and really like boost their team especially from the small medium-sized business world you got to talk to ginger the favorite musical instrument ginger's really into music so she gave me a ridiculous multitude of answers here <laughs> i i picked the one that i liked the most it it was the guitar and none other than kevin roosevelt moore or keb mo american blues musician five-time grammy award winner singer guitarist songwriter lives in nashville tennessee but most importantly in the spirit of connection he's been described as a living link to the seminal Delta Blues that traveled up the Mississippi River and across the expanse of America. Great answer, great stories to tell. There's me uh, interviewing you. On- <laughs> but get in touch with Ginger. Get in touch with me if you can't find her. GingerJohnson.com, uh, WomenEnjoyingBeer.com as well. Uh, you can find her. She's all over the internet. If you can't find her, you're using the wrong internet. Next week, we're going to be talking again about hot products that are rooted in process. Technology enablement is good only when the right people and right process are behind the curtain. We hope you guys received some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. Thank you for joining us on Always Friday. Ginger, great to see you as always. We will see you next week 
Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time after Tommy D on Philanthropy and Focus. Ginger, love to the West Coast. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Inning. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, live, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc.